The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, thinks social media platforms might be able to teach the R&D community a thing or two about how to quickly connect information from around the globe. DARPA has just launched a new platform called Polyplexus. Officials think might be able to dramatically speed up the research and development process by soliciting evidence about scientific questions from a global community and sharing ideas in real time. John Main is the program manager in DARPA's Defense Sciences Office. He spoke with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu about how Polyplexus works and why DARPA built it. The driver behind Polyplexus is more about an observation. And, and the observation was the incredible power that social media possesses. And we've all seen the impact of all these social media platforms um, that we use and, and, and my kids use a lot. Um, and, and they are extraordinarily powerful. And, I, and we also observe that they're more or less undirected toward productivity. And really the goal behind Polyplexus was to, was to leverage the power of social media but pointed at the issues that we're interested in at DARPA, which is research and development speed and pace and productivity. Um, and so it, it's really about us trying to take advantage of an opportunity uh, more than it is about developing a process. Yeah, can you say a little bit more about what you mean by uh, you know traditional social media platforms being, as you said, undirected toward productivity? Um, well, I mean, if you look at if you look at the social media platforms that we're very familiar with, like Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram, um, they're really about developing social connections, and that's a fine and wonderful thing. Um, but we all go to work every day, and part of our work is social, but part of it is, in a lot of cases, creating something. And it's, you know, it's directed activity directed toward a purpose. So, I mean, if you're in a business, your purpose is to make a product. Um, or provide a service. In the government R&D world, our product is research and development. And so we wanted to take that power. You know, we have enormous power today to connect with our friends and relatives in a meaningful way. Uh, we wanted to leverage that power and try to move it toward improving the productivity of the national research and development enterprise. And what you're doing sounds like it has some things, philosophically at least, in common with, with what we've tended to think of as online crowdsourcing. But I noticed you're careful to say this is not crowdsourcing. So explain that distinction, if you would. Um, we are careful not to call it crowdsourcing because cause crowdsourcing implies that I'm looking into a crowd for an answer to a question. Um, and, and I guess it is still, it, this really is a philosophical point, but when we work in the research and development world, so we are constantly asking questions that don't currently have an answer, and we have to go out really and create that answer. And so, um, you know, when we ask a fundamental scientific question um, in the, you know, whether you're at DARPA or the National Science Foundation or the National Institutes of Health, you have to go do years and years of work in some cases to develop the answer to that question. So you can ask as big a crowd as you want for the answer to that question. You're not going to get it until you do the work. And so that's, that's really why we try to try to make a distinction between what we're doing, which is trying to use things that are similar to social media platforms to develop new questions and new approaches to problems um, from crowdsourcing, which is really trying to look across a large group of people for an answer that already exists. Okay. So as a practical matter, how does the platform actually work or how is, how is it envisioned to work? Because you're, you're still getting started here. Um, so we are getting started. And, and I'll, I'll draw a distinction a little bit between two kinds of innovation. There are product and technical innovations, and there are process innovations. And 
to be successful at what we're trying to do, which is, and ultimately we want to increase the pace uh, of, uh, of technological development through R&D, um, we actually have to do both of those. So on Polyplexus right now, you'll see a collection of tools that really represent the product or the technology innovation. And we have tools where um, someone like DARPA, or it could be a private company, uh, could reach out to a large group of people um, and collect scientific evidence on a particular topic. Um, and in that sense, we are crowdsourcing the evidence that's going to ba- that's going to back up some of our activities. Um, we also have tools where people can create small ideas based on that evidence, and we have tools where people can create larger ideas based on that evidence. And there's a public-private distinction here, which is, you know, the small little ideas that are sort of like hallway conversation. Those are generally considered to be public on polyplexus, but the larger ideas that result from larger collections of evidence can be kept very, very private. Um, And also on polyplexus, we have tools where sponsors can reach out uh, to the the user community and collect evidence on a specific topic, have have very structured conversations with the users of the platform. Um, there's, There's not a single uh, comment response, comment response format on the entire platform. It's all very structured. Uh, sponsors can ask users of the platform for evidence. Users can ask the sponsors questions. Um, and, and so it's really all designed to push toward a better approach to a research question. And I think at least for now, DARPA is kind of the only research sponsor at the moment. You said that, that private companies may be able to come in and, and, and sponsor their own projects later on. But Describe how those incubators work and how you chose the, that, that first set of three, if you would. Um, so the incubators are actually pretty simple. The, the, uh, as I said before, on the, press, the innovation uh, technology side, we created these incubators to, to have a structured conversation occur between the sponsors and the uh, users on the platform. And so there's really three basic activities that happen in an incubator. Um, the first is the users of the platform can suggest evidence that might be related to the sponsor's area of interest or question. And the sponsor can promote those or demote them uh, based upon their level of interest. Um, the, the participants in the platform can ask the sponsor a question and get it answered. Um, and, and finally, the sponsor can actually update their area of interest and uh, and in their uh, and their sort of their lanes of of applicability to reflect the, the how the conversation is evolving. But again, so I, just to, just to pull it a pull on it a little bit, these are all tools, right? This is all technology innovation. And what we really want to get at next is the process innovation. And so there is a past to polyplexus and there's a future to polyplexus. And the past is we've created a group of, of tools that connect research sponsors to the, the R&D enterprise in a way that it's never, ever been connected before. Uh, this evidence exchange mechanism, uh, we have a thing, we have a small idea called a conjecture exchange mechanism. You can build ideas in the portfolio section, and you can engage with sponsors in the incubator section. And you can think of those as a bag of tools. And, and what we're working on now is the, is the process innovation that's going to go on top of that. So how can we take this innovative set of tools that no one's ever had before and actually apply it to our problems in a way that's going to that's going to yield benefit. And that's really what we're working on right now. That's really the that's really the near future of polyplexus. So the the platform is by design very open. Anyone can participate in it. 
talk a little bit about how you, you you balance that openness, which has its obvious virtues, with the need to, in certainly in some settings, protect information, protect inf- uh, intellectual property. Right. So there's a there's a very clear delineation between what's public on the platform and what's private on the platform. And the public information are, are these information exchange units that we call evidence and conjecture. And those those are really the kind of technical information that you'd have at a technical con- uh, technical conference. And, and those are available to everyone. And it's really, you know, if I were to create some evidence based on a research project that I just completed or a paper that I just wrote, um, if I were to create some evidence, that's me contributing to the common good through a, through a small bit of work. And if everybody else does that, I actually benefit from it too. There's a second information exchange concept called a conjecture, which basically takes two pieces of evidence and you know, users can suppose a relationship between two, the two of them. And, and those, are, those are public as well. And that's really just intended to be sort of uh, you know, hall, hallway talk at a conference or, or you know, spitballing, if you want to call it that. And uh, you know, it's, it's just a way to kind of test ideas if it's something you're thinking about. And you know, even if it's something that's not in your area of expertise, you could, you could put it on the platform um, you know, just to see how people react to it. Um, but those are all intended to be either information that's already public in the case of evidence or information that you're, as a professional, probably never going to act on you know, in the case of conjectures. And the other tools in the platform are either explicitly private or are, you can choose them to be private. And, and that's, where, you know, that's where things get serious, where people are developing an idea to, to ultimately create a proposal and try to get some research money. Um, we deliberately made those private because they're intended to be really secure productivity tools. And back to your point about research sponsors possibly extending beyond DARPA at some point, is the long-term intent to kind of restrict this platform to S&T areas that have some kind of, you know, articulable connection to defense applications or open to everything and any kind of basic or, or applied research whatsoever? I think, actually think that's a hugely interesting question because, you know, in my career of developing software, most of the things that, that I've done that were successful did not end up being successful in the area that I thought or in the way that I thought they were going to be. Right. Um, I'm actually hugely interested in how people are going to use this platform for something that I actually haven't even thought of yet. Like, I mean, could you use a platform like this to write a movie script? You know, I, I don't know. Um, but I think it's a really the small company that is actually building this capability has developed a, a really interesting set of tools and their general purpose tools. And I just I'm really interested in how people are going to utilize those tools. This platform is open to anyone that wants to make a positive contribution. And there's lots of people um, in this country and around the world that uh, that might work in disciplines where they're not part of the R&D enterprise or maybe they're retired. Uh, and they, but they feel they still feel like they have something to to give, and they're curious and energetic about R and D. Um, there's a place for them on this platform, and uh, and I really hope we can actually broaden the interaction between you know everybody that needs R and D done, and the broader community that's interested in R and D uh, on the on the Polyplexus platform. John Main is the program manager in DARPA's Defense Sciences Office, speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Find a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. All I want for Christmas is a DWI. 
Yeah, said no one ever. Impaired driving kills the holiday spirit. Drive sober, drive smart. Extra enforcement now on Minnesota roads. A message from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety.